Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Y'all can hear me good? Hear me good? Um, I just want to make sure y'all can hear me. And I'm King Jerry. And you're listening to Sweet Tea, where we're giving you the lowdown from the HBO Max hit reality show, Sweet Life LA, produced by our queen, Lord and Savior, Issa Issa Rae. Hey, Issa. Hi, how are you, girl? Um, You know, as some of you may or may not know, the first four episodes of Sweet Life Season 2 premiered this past Thursday, August 6th. August, what was yesterday? 4th. It was 4th. August 4th. (laughs) and wow do we have a lot to talk about just from the first episode alone I feel like we have so much to talk about so so much that we are breaking up each episode one by one so that we're not drowning your ears trying to fit talking points about four episodes into one podcast trial so let's get right into it shall we I'm so excited me too I think we just spilled the motherfucking mug and where do you think we should start this money I first want to say that I kind of wanted to fill this episode season two episode one the girls are fighting because the in this girls, episode right the girls and i mean gender inclusive the girls <laughs> the girls were fighting they were it was i couldn't handle it but let's just break down so yeah when we start the episode the girls it's ty brianna becky and amanda they're talking um they meet up for lunch and they're talking about pj's interview with the power 106 now what are your what were your thoughts on the interview listen okay i think that yes pj is entitled to his opinion and i do agree that she was asking him a question about how his feelings like she was like what was going on and so it was pretty open-ended for him to talk about like anything really but obviously like they were talking about um the group chat and It was just interesting, though, that he did decide to bring up his, like, I don't know where him and Ty and Jay stand, Mm -hmm. because it was like, if that's personal, you don't need to bring that up right now. Like, she just asked you about the group chat. So you could have kept that group chat. And it was like, I don't, and she asked not, like, not about Ty and blah, blah, blah. But she was like, where do you stand with everybody? And she was like, oh, I really don't know. Or no, that's what PJ said. PJ was like, I really don't know. And it just seems like you had every, I don't know, you just do have a lot of opportunities to reach out, it seems, or like, you know, kind of settle that or just not talk about it, maybe like on the air, I think other than that, other than that, he was totally right in being like, yeah, it was weird or blah, blah, blah. Like you can say whatever you want about that moment. He absolutely could. Mm -hmm. But when he started pinpointing and saying names about like oh I'm not sure if like we're cool or I'm I think like we are blah 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 then it's like okay then why didn't you like you have my number nigga that doesn't make any sense and yeah also something I noticed and I I feel like I noticed this from the episode and when I was watching it I took notes on it is that I feel like it was low-key some of the men were giving angry pushing the angry black woman narrative I think because it was always well all the girls are talking about ganging on me or all the girls are doing this but PJ didn't fully take accountability for what he did to Becky. And we can talk about that. We can talk about that later. But um, yeah, he didn't take accountability. And I feel like mm. nobody was holding him account. The men were not holding him accountable fully. You know, no. and they were just letting it go. And I was like, hmm. What is why it's so interesting that everyone was like, or not everyone, but you know, which we're going to get into, but Rob's whole thing towards the end of the episode because it was like, okay, hold Thailand, Thailand accountable. 
But y'all don't hold each other as men accountable, really. Like exactly because are we holding Gerald accountable for the podcast? Are we holding no. PJ accountable? We're Did not. We Jordan, Jordan accountable last season. Let's talk about it. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. <laughs> because I just feel like they only people want to pick and choose who they want to hold accountable. Yeah. But yeah. And no, still- we never, they never held Jordan accountable last season. And that's ironic because that was the biggest thing like, towards the end of the season that they were all talking about. It was like, you need to hold Jordan accountable. Why aren't you holding your friend accountable? You want to talk about it? Then hold Jordan accountable. And, and it seemed like the reason they mad. weren't is because Jordan had all the money. Jordan had blah, exactly. blah, blah. So nobody was. And everyone was like, well, blah, blah, blah. Now it's hold Tylen accountable. But it's like, okay, yes, we should. By the end of the day, there is a difference in accountability between like the boys and the girls. And it seems like they only talked about holding or at least Rob only talked about holding Thailand accountable because everybody was coming for PJ. And Mm -hmm. it was like that not everybody was coming for PJ. Like PJ did create the issues with the girls at the end of the day. And it's not giving like a jump on PJ. It's like, okay, we're all in the same friend group. And I got to say, it could look like girls versus boys or like all the girls versus one boy being PJ. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if he willingly and full on was like less, less chat. But anyway, we were talking about the radio. We were talking (laughs) about the interview. It was fine. But the drama that perspired after, like, I think PJ brought into himself. And you know what? I think that. Like, we're going to get into that more, but I think that everyone had their own rights of singing what they said, they why they said what they said. Um, yeah. Maybe not Amanda. I don't Sometimes I don't see why Amanda be in beef. But I think it's her being a supportive friend. <laughs> I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think, because honestly, like, the only person who really was, like, beefing truly with PJ was Becky. But it was because, yeah. like, they're all friends with Becky. Right. And, like, they saw how PJ was doing her, that they were, um, you know, behind her. But yeah. honestly, you're po- talking points. It brings me back. It brings me into, like, the next part of the episode where um, Amanda and Rob meet up and they're talking and so they're talking about the beef because rob you know now he's starting to be a startup a co- comedian and he's talking about how yeah um can we talk I, about I have that? a question i have a question but first 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 so he's talking about how like you know pj is representing him and all this stuff and you know how hard he was going for pj what it kind of reminded me of it reminded me of this tiktok i saw <laughs> that i know so then give me to be like i saw this tiktok that's my reference. TikTok or the shade room. Period. That's okay. <laughs> Keep me updated, but, her. Yeah, but like I saw this TikTok where it's talking about how a lot of the times men will ride harder for their homies than they will for like, you know, their girls. Yeah. Their girlfriends, like straight men. And I I totally agree with that because the way that Rob was riding so hard for PJ, I'm in a similar situation as Becky. What he did was messed up. He truly led her on, you know. I'm not saying PJ's a bad person, but he, in the situation, like he truly let her on and made it seem like it was going somewhere and then didn't even properly say, properly like say, okay, like, you know, maybe like this is not the best thing for me right now or yada, yada, like said it on a boat at somebody's yeah. birthday weekend on a trip, yeah. you know, that's messed up. And I feel like sometimes, and I guess we can touch on this too later in the episode, but sometimes be like, men specifically and people also just don't realize how that can affect somebody and how it could affect a woman you know but also in general people who are in those types of like 
gray, fuzzy like relationships. And so I just, when Rob was like, okay, but we, we don't talk about Ty, but Ty has nothing to do with the situation. If you want to talk about Ty, talk about in a situation where you need to hold her accountable. And this in this context, we were talking about PJ and what PJ was doing. And it just, it just really was giving like, oh, these women are mad for no, these women are mad for no reason, but it's like, they're not. No, that, and I feel like we keep, we're, I feel like we're going to have to, we keep jumping to that moment of like Rob and Ty, because like, that was like the heat at the end of the episode. Yeah. But like, I do kind of want to still go in order, um, even though we will have to touch on that, because it just, it all adds up, like it all builds up towards then, I think. And um, I do, I did want to touch on, I think it's funny how Amanda's reaction when Rob was talking about being a full-time comedian. Um, yeah, I was going to ask was you not a question. Yeah. Yep, yep, that was my, <laughs> he was just not immediately supportive. I mean, do you think you could do that if your man told you that he was quitting his full-time day job to become a comedian? without like he did he just started being a talent manager he has not had any success yet as a comedian and he's just diving in before even his first good show like okay what would your thoughts be so I have two I have two opinions on this okay first of all so I know that Rob was a teacher and as somebody who (laughs) was just teaching um and he was talking about how like stressful and how it can be a lot I understood like why he really wanted to like fully immerse himself in his passion because teaching is not for the week. I will just say that um, you have to have a lot. It's, yeah, you know, I commend this. teachers. Um, no, my mom's teacher, like, no, um, teachers Same, my mom's deserve teacher to be too. so much more. They have, they should be paid so much more. So let me just say that. But I feel like, okay, so Rob and Amanda, they're like 26, right? So I'm, I'm 23. So I feel like because like they're in the stage where they're, you know, about to move in together and kind of build more on their future. I understand her perspective of being like, because they're about to move in together and they're going to a next level. And also because she's older, like they're both a little older than me in their twenties. I understand why she said like, you're just going to quit your day job like that because you definitely can be successful as a comedian, but it could take a hot minute. Yeah. And I also, it really like the industry is just dependent <clears throat> on connections. I feel like at this stage and age, and I know my friends would call me, um, okay, maybe not 23, maybe 22. If my man was like, oh, like I'm going to be comedian, I'd be like, oh my God, like I fully support you. Like, this is amazing. But that's because our fine, we're not tied financially. Like I'm still doing my thing and you're still doing your thing. But I feel like if I was 26, 27, and I'm about to move in with my boyfriend and he goes, oh, I think I'm going to, you know, drop my job and do comedy. I'm like, who taking care of you? Exactly. Because I'm also like, okay, what's your plan? What's your financial plan? Because you need to have some type of backup. And I'm not saying you got to live like people, like maybe they're not living check to check. Like that's yeah. the problem. Like hopefully they're not. And, like, it also depends on how much you have in your savings account. And how that much was the part. It's like, okay, account. if you have the savings built up to be like, I babe, like it's fine. Like the next four, yeah. like, three or four months, no matter what, I got it saved up anyway. So I'm good on the rent. Like, okay, I can support you. Like I can take four months <laughs> enough time to like, I think, yeah. you know, but it's like, it's like if if it was just giving solely now Amanda supporting him completely, then that's, that's just a lot on Amanda. I feel and that's a bit unfair because it's just like, okay, 
now we just and they had just moved into not like an apartment they moved into a house in the last episode in the last season they moved into a house together and i I don't know if they're renting the house or whatever because i know like oh wait i think she was like i think she was renovating that house for like oh for her side house flipping yeah because that's what she said in the episode all my money is wrapped up in real estate so the t is she does have money it's just in real estate which is yeah bar actually that means she's probably pretty wealthy (laughs) 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 i'm like that means actually homegirl's probably doing pretty well which is why he feels like she does pr too and she does because it's like she has multiple streams of income which is really smart like she has her nine to five she does pr she works with ty and then that's what i mean he didn't see he didn't see that and be like all right let me keep my nine to five yeah and do this like i feel like that would have totally been feasible i understand i think it's one thing to be like okay comedy is really taking off for me there's no reason for me to keep doing this teaching shit yeah and another being like okay i want to try this but i know i should keep my job right now even if i hate it like i should keep my job right now sorry to interrupt you i just really gotta use the bathroom i'll be right back now you broke the seal bitch okay we pausing this i love though she's still over here like i'm gonna stick by my man yeah and you know that's the cutest that's the cutest um we're gonna move past that because i feel like the main thing that's touched on with rob is a conversation with thylan at the end exactly like that's that's just the tea that's the meal so yeah i think it's just i do want to quote i just want to quote amanda though because um in minute 13 minutes Mm -hmm. 40 seconds um she says are those jobs and things going to be secure Oh, that's great. <laughs> she says it's just like that. Honestly, that sounds like <laughs> me when I was like, I'm not going to be teaching anymore and I'm going to be just applying for photo and social media. And my mom was like, you should stay in it until you have something. But I was like, girl, like, the thing is, like, you can always go back. How do you like, think my mom thought about me moving <laughs> to the other side of the country with no job first? My mom actually wasn't supportive. Like, she's been lying to my face because... I knew that cousin, she was talking to cousin mm-hmm. and behind, she would be like, he's not working. Like she would talk and not be the most supportive. Like when I wasn't there, but in my face, she would be like, I'm so proud of you and blah, blah, blah. But I know at the end of the day, she's scared that I'm out here right now without a job. But at the end of the day, who's making sure that they could pay their rent? Me. <laughs> I mean, I still live at home, but yeah, but. That's fine. And that's yeah, fine. Exactly. It's okay. So yeah. So this next part of the episode is the barbecue okay so okay so i just want to say this so for the barbecue right my first impressions of davis and Mar- marcus i was like oh my god like they're so fine all the men on this cast are are fine as fuck are particular. they um, are the finest black men i've ever seen like Issa Rae. <laughs> but it makes it harder because when they do stuff it's like why are you doing this why are, why are you, you doing why are you this? like this why are you acting like this but honestly after this, my, my opinion about Marcus changed. Um, really? He, he's not, he's still good looking. Don't get me wrong. But he just be with everybody. And Okay, but I think Marcus is a free man. That's fine. If you ask me, he flirt with everybody because I think he wants somebody to hold him down. Somebody to me that's like that is because they want to be in a relationship. Um, I see what you mean. But the way he's acting with Brianna later in the episode, it was, it was kind of weird. Yeah. He was moving a little weird for me. Like, and then also, but also I, what thought I thought was funny when like Becky was like, do you think those boys are cute? She was like, no, (laughs) no. And I was like, if that isn't us. No, instantly. (laughs) 
instantly. And we went, and I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I'm Becky and you're Brianna. Or vice versa. Like, or like, I would be Becky and Lex, we love you, Lex. And Lex would be, um, would be Brie. Yep. <laughs> you think, no. Like, and she was like, oh, okay. But I just, that I'm smiling and looking over. <laughs> She was like, oh, really? You don't think so? <laughs> Sip. I was like, I'm trying to channel that energy that Brie has. Like, mm-hmm. unbothered. Completely unbothered. I hope that Marcus is a recurring character. I mean, he kind of is. But yeah. I I actually could see Marcus as a recurring character. But just to tap into his role a little bit more, because the next mm-hmm. thing we're going to get into is the confrontation between yeah. um, K-10, also known oh, as Caitlyn. Yes, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Also yeah. known as Caitlyn and Gerald. <laughs> I wonder where that name came from, K-10. K-10, I don't know, but Wolf Daddy Gang, he could take me anytime. <laughs> That's all I got to say. He you know what he was so giving fun. me? He was reminding me of Nipsey. Yeah. Nipsey, Nipsey with the braids. With the braids of the glasses like, and the chain, I was like, "Oh, eat me!" And I was like, up. "Slay!" Oh, I was like, "You're eating this up." He's so fine. He's so nigga with it. Like, okay, make it in a good way. Like, if you know, you know, and if you're not black, you probably don't know. But at the same time, like, oh, <laughs> uh, he's just so nigga with it. Like, wow, I live for him, and he love on Candace. I be seeing him on Candace, and I live for that. Like, he live for his boo, but at the same time. Candace, I live for your boo, okay? <laughs> exactly. Respectfully. 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 But um, I think that because in the, the cookout, Marcus and K10, we're just K-10, gonna call him K10. Yeah. Um we're talking about what happened at the Peppermint Club between Gerald and and him and like them. And so, like earlier in the episode, Cheryl and Gerald were also talking about the peppermint club and like what happened there and so just to give a little recap basically um gerald it was an event thrown by gerald cheryl pj and, and jordan jordan yeah um for a for sweet life but what was interesting is it was for sweet life but i didn't see nobody else from the sweet life cast there except them. that's what i was thinking and i think it's because gerald and ty are still not beefing and i know it's a soft topic but are we ever going to see a confrontation moment from them? Like from are them, they I wonder be because they're definitely still beefing, and I think they aren't going to be friends anymore. Because what I, what the thing about the show, which is interesting, is these people have been friends for ten plus years. Like no, they're most yeah, of them have, have they were school. high school friends. Yeah, most of them were high school friends, not even college friends. So that's what was interesting to me, and I think that like this is all this show also kind of shows that like yeah, like you outgrow people, and so like sometimes it's not just like. But also, I think that's what makes their uh, their arguments and fights so intense is they have so much history with each other. And I yeah. think that's like part of it. And so, um, yeah, basically, back to the story, um, they threw this party at the Peppermint Club for the Sweet Life cast and just to celebrate Sweet Life in season one. And um, basically, K-10, um, also known as uh, Kaylin, but he is also Jalen's Ty's boyfriend. He's his cousin. And yeah. so they've been best friends since high school. They were in a friend group. And um, what should we call it? Um, he went on stage. He went on stage after after an embarrassing moment. Can we talk about it? But we'll talk about it actually at the confrontation. I'll talk more about it. He Apparently, K-10 had went on stage and tried to grab the mic. This is how Gerald described it. He tried to grab the mic from Gerald 
and um was interrupting and then so gerald was like security someone needs to like get him off the stage but then he ended up actually being kicked out of the venue not just off the stage and so that was where it came from and that was just weird so then marcus and the other dude that came with him uh brought it up at the cookout brought it up to k10 and Jalen. like this is what happened at the permanent club and then they were like yeah that was weird as fuck so in like the next scene k10 and gerald had their confrontation and this was crazy to me it was wild because the energy that jay that gerald came off of first of all was already bad and it was just like what the fuck like i basically k10 just wanted to understand like what happened what it like what happened in the first place and why that ended up happening and gerald was basically giving this happened you need to get over it i don't give a fuck and that's just, exactly. and it's just like, if you're going to come with that energy anyway, why have, why invite me to have a conversation? Gerald invited K10 to have a conversation. Yeah. And I was just like, well, in that case, like, you know, you don't need to have a conversation. You didn't yeah. really care about resolving an issue. Like we're only, to me, if we're going to have a conversation about something, it's because we are resolved. We want to resolve the issue and move past it. Exactly. If we're not going to, and you don't care about it, you can send me that shit in a text and we could keep it player. Like exactly. that's just real. And, like, the thing is, like, I feel like from what it was being told, because then Katen was like, I knew the DJ and the DJ, the DJ being brought in made it more complex because then Gerald, what sent me was when Gerald had his phone ready and pulled up the tweet and said, but the DJ tweeted this, mm-hmm. being like, you were crazy. But then Katen was like, well, I knew the DJ, like, he told me to come up. This, I think the situation could have been handled very differently. I feel like, why didn't they just talk to him and say, hey, man, you're doing a lot. Could you get off the stage? Also, like, it I- could have been just like, it could have been an easier cover up. Like, first of all, y'all are drunk. Like, let's yeah. talk about that video that Gerald literally pulled up of himself. First of all, I wouldn't want that lingering anywhere online. Gerald looked a hot mess in that video, if you ask me, because he literally was there like, what did he say? I literally quoted it. I quoted it. I had to. Oh, he was like, everybody in this place know who the fuck we are. And I was like, okay, like, damn, like, yeah, we do. But like, okay, like he was just yelling in the mic. And then he was just looking rough, like he was sweaty. He even says in his confessional that they were drunk as fuck. Like, it's just him, PJ, and Jordan on stage. Like, Cheryl's not even on stage. Yeah, I know. I was confused. What's interesting to me is like, okay, so... I get why, because in the beginning, in the beginning when Gerald first explained the situation, I was like, okay, because I remember how like K10 was acting at Ty's birthday, like yes, he was way much extra, very like very much so messy. And Thailand was like, you guys are doing a lot, and everybody was kind of annoyed at them for that because like they were coming in late, yada yada yada. So I was like, okay, but then when I saw the thing unfold, I was like, okay, all he did was grab a mic, like unless there's more to the story that we don't know because obviously like edits cuts whatever mm-hmm. he just grabbed a mic all you could have done was been like hey man could can i just get the mic back like to call the security and then okay also in the confrontation when <laughs> when k10 was like i don't know if it's because um me and cheryl went to junior high and that's why you're taking we went to um we went to a dance and um, our junior year of high school, and that's why you're taking against me. It's like not you bringing Cheryl into this. That's what sent me, and also that shook me because I was like, not him and Cheryl dating in high school. Like I was kind of yes. Shook. No, I was shook, and it was ironic because everyone they wanted to be all 
even Cheryl and Gerald, which I just realized this season that their names rhymed like that for whatever reason. Oh, but yeah. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I realized <laughs> but I realized that that actually, even though they may have been looked at him and been like, oh, that was 10 years ago. Nobody thinking about this. Honestly, like men are so barbaric and like yeah. honestly black Possess- and white. Possessive. Possessive. Too. They are black and white possessive that honestly him having something with Cheryl previously could be a reason that he would be have animosity. Yeah. Towards, like that and is actually he, completely valid. Yeah. I, when he said yeah. that, I wasn't over me, here looking I'm at petty him, too. Like, like. Say it. Like me. Like, I'm over here like at the end of the day, if I knew I used to have. Five years, yeah. Come on, like I would still be a little messy, honestly. Yeah. If I didn't, if I didn't like you, especially, like, yeah, I could be a little messy if I wanted to. So, I do think that there was something there, especially, um, and I think that, like he was saying, like it was just like in K10's confessional, he was like, I don't know what it was, but his energy towards me has always been kind of off, and you see yeah. that from him being like, all right, like let's have the conversation. But the first thing he said wasn't like, I feel like there's a communication between us. He feels like. The first thing he literally said was like, everybody keeps saying they feel like I kicked you out or you said that you feel like I kicked you out of the peppermint club. So I just want to know what you think. And I was like, okay, off of that, that's not even saying like, if you know, if you know actually why people know that I'm upset, then maybe you should have been like, I just want to tell you what happened. Like, I want to tell you like, or I guess you could be like, you could tell me what happened, but here's, I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm sorry about the mis- miscommunication and we can move on. He was not trying to have any type yeah. of I'm sorry. And in reality, it was Gerald's fault. I feel like he I've noticed did a go... shift in Gerald. I've noticed a shift. Sorry. Me too. To this season. From season. From season one. From since the season one was season giving one. smart. No, I would. You know, when I say I feel like I saw the shift after the podcast. Yes. Yes. After the podcast. And I will never forget it. And I will never stop talking about that like after the podcast I don't know I don't know I just noticed a shift and like especially especially like when he met like I think it's one thing to be annoyed at K10 if it's like oh like you were being Aggie and one of my best friend's birthday okay but Thailand forgave him and she talked and it was real. you know she talked about with Candace yada 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 she's like what is still like this lingering beef and Gerald did it in his confessional he didn't seem sorry about the fact that he got kicked out by security because he was like, if security decided to kick him out the venue, that's on them. Not that's me. on like, them. That's like not he on was, me. He was just like, oh, like that was their decision. But I was like, no, he didn't give a fuck at all. And Kate King brought a good point. Kicking out a black man out of the, what Out of happen? a club. Yeah, like out that. Out of a club. Like, like, you had me up here looking like you don't want, it, gave, it gives weird energy because it's not like, like to me, okay, you want to be a professional. You want to say, all right, I'm not about to let this nigga fuck up my set. You go over to him with the mic. And this is just from being a performer. You go over <laughs> to him with the mic. You say, hey, what's up? You pretend to be buddy, buddy, if anything, so that you can get his ass off the stage. Or you say, hey, like somebody needs to get him off the stage. I don't know what's going on. But, or you give him a little shout out on the mic. You could have done so many things yeah. to like, to bring down that situation in the moment, but you couldn't. And the reason that they couldn't is one, because he has some type of animosity towards him already. That was clear. Two, yeah. because um, because they were all drunk and not thinking right. And I think that's honestly something that they never bring up in these moments of heart to heart. Like, why can't they yeah. just say, yeah, we were drunk as fuck. We need to acknowledge that we don't. The only person who said it was Thailand. 
Yes. And everybody was yelling about her taking accountability. She took accountability and she was like, she you know took what? It well I too. was drunk and I shouldn't, I was hyped up on energy. I shouldn't have said this. Yeah, she took it very well too. She took it very well. She did what she needed to do in that when she was being confronted by everybody. Right. But um, yeah, I just thought that was really, really weird. And like mm. just to give, just to give, because we're I feel like we're talking a lot about it, but yeah. Um, basically, like what had happened was. Yes, Joe was giving his thing, his little speech at the Peppermint Club at the party about whatever. And then during it, apparently the DJ was saying um, two or three things. We can insert a clip here about like what the DJ actually said, because that's in the show. Um, And then DJ said this. (laughs) And it was like, okay, so K-10 just wanted to see, be like, okay, well, you thought I said something or I was trying to grab the mic. I didn't say anything. And I feel like also, I feel like if Katen really was trying to grab the mic. He would have. He would have. And also the DJ would have been like, hey, yo, Katen trying to grab the mic or something. But like, he would have said something. Like, you would have heard that. Yeah, You yeah, would have seen exactly. a video or you would have heard that. Why you mm-hmm. don't see me on video grabbing the mic, but you have a video of what the DJ said. Why you don't mm-hmm. see, like, there's got to be cameras or something in the place. Like, I feel like it's it's pick and choosing what Gerald wanted to hear and what he wanted to listen to. In reality, he wasn't giving the time of day to that conversation. Yeah. And he knew that from jump. And it just seemed like, again, it just seemed like something he did for the show because they were like, we need to have this moment between y'all and like confrontation. Yeah, and, like, and he didn't were... want to do it. Yeah. Because feel... even from his moment, sorry. sorry to cut you off, but um, even from his moment from Cheryl, he was like, I don't know why we're still talking about this. I have nothing to talk about. And, it, and he yeah. came at Cheryl and Cheryl was like, hold on okay and you see that in the show and it was like okay right and also I feel like because we were kind of introduced to K10 Kaylin as like somewhat chaotic somewhat messy I feel like it's easier to keep this narrative of him but yeah but he's not at all he's fine as fuck (laughs) he's fine as fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) respectfully but also I feel like there's another story to there's another angle to this we didn't we you know we we didn't get the whole and also because Jordan is not in this season it's like was there more to this party that we're not seeing but maybe like because the only ones that talked about it were were Marcus yeah uh Marcus homeboy Jalen Ty and K10 at Ty and Jalen's barbecue and then Cheryl and Gerald but who didn't talk about it was Jordan, because he's not on the show anymore, but also PJ. PJ had nothing to say about it. Yeah. PJ was there. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like also maybe he did, because like the thing is like with filming and stuff, we don't know, like maybe PJ did say something about it, but they were, were, they're more focused on like the Becky and PJ storyline slash the beef that every, that the girls have with him. And I feel like that's what's being pushed with him. But with Gerald, it's like, but even, okay. Okay, I guess we'll we'll segue into like the the last part of the episode, which is the um well, the launch party. Right, oh. but before you do that, I yeah. do want to add this. I do want to add this because I don't know. I just feel like like you you had mentioned this, and so I want to add mm-hmm. this. You feel like you've seen a change or a switch in Gerald. Yeah, and I do feel that too. Like at the end of that confrontation, like a really mature thing would have been like, okay, like 
I'm sorry about like if he cared even yeah you just say I'm sorry so that you can move forward or something clearly K10 was more hurt than Gerald at the end of the yeah. day because it affected K10 it didn't nothing affected Gerald because it like affected this, his image this, and how people perceive, and how people him, perceive you know? him and it's like you you threw me out and now I'm a public image so it looks like yeah. I was just being crazy not only on the show but I'm a crazy person off the show too so yeah, yeah it does look bad towards K10's um character my thing was the way he ended the conversation Mm-hmm. this is why I need to go I go to my notes and the way he ended it was like well it's not like we were going to be friends after this anyway and my thing is like well damn nigga like if you felt like that just solidified like you came into this feeling like I'm not going to say anything I have nothing to apologize for I don't care um I don't care about the situation I don't care about this person so why did you invite me here like it, it just is weird because yeah. he was like, this isn't cutting it. And it's not cutting it because in reality, I could see where K-10 was coming from. And all he wanted was an apology to be like, yeah. hey, dude, like, it's not my fault. Even if it's not your fault, there was a miscommunication. And that shit was whack as fuck because it made me look bad. And I wasn't yeah. trying to do nothing except being like, hey, like, I was talking to the DJ. Yeah, y'all were drunk as fuck. Maybe I wasn't even as drunk as the DJ, but like, y'all were doing this. And I feel like the DJ could have tweeted that or said something to cover his own ass. You don't exactly. think about that. You're going to believe a DJ that you're paying over your friend. Of right. course, your DJ didn't want to look bad because I'm your friend. And that's also like, honestly, if you're going to be real, like real bitch, being a real bitch, being a real nigga, like you could just be like, hey, you're doing a lot. Can you leave? Like that if, part too. if to you were just security, like, it's giving I'm better than you. Yes. And he did say he was like, I told them to get you off the stage. I didn't tell them to kick you out. What they did with you after that is not my problem. And it's but like, that's messed what up. The what fuck? if like something happened to him? And honestly, like, honestly, like, what if something happened to him? What if no, the security yeah. was and like? And that's why it was giving a disparity because he was like, I get it. You're from the wood, and I'm from I'm really from this side of Inglewood. Yeah, and, and I was like, like oh, oh, that's what you wanna. I was like, oh my god. I, I was like, like, oh my god, they're real. Like, the girls are fighting. The girls the are girl fighting. <laughs> <laughs> he was like if that's what you want to make of it but it's just like why does it got to be like that you know yeah what I mean? and he just walked away it just was good it was really i was, was like, really sad and I, it, I don't know i was telling once again of like gerald's character kind of um not to say i feel like that statement gets taken so deeply sometimes but it's just hmm. like also that's not the first example like with the Thailand situation from like from mm-hmm. season one when he was like, I'm not apologizing. I have I don't have shit to apologize for. From this, where he was like, if you don't get it, like I don't care. Like it's just yeah. giving like he he really does not care. Yeah. For like being just like uh, I know this is gonna sound a certain way, but it's like just being like a, a decent person. Like I may not care, but like Honestly, I'm just going to be a decent human being because I see that this shit has Mm. like you fucked up and it's obviously affecting you more than it could ever affect me. So I'm going to say sorry to do something to make you feel better, even if I don't care about you. That's just who I am. But it seems like the only reason you wouldn't is because you have a problem with me. Yeah. And it's like, what's your problem with me? And I think Gerald has a problem with him. Yeah. It's like if there's no other underlying issue, maybe I will think it's back to when I was with your girl or something. That's all I could think of. Because exactly. then Cheryl later in the episode, when I, he not thinking about that and blah, 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 girl. But you never know because sometimes you never know because boys actually act stupid. Like boys yeah. are like that. Like that's just yeah. the truth. Because also like later on when like, I mean, like I know we're jumping a little bit. I'm mean, jumping a little bit ahead. But when Marcus tried to hit on Cheryl and Cheryl was like, we're not doing any of that. 
he was tight. Can so I tell you? It, did I? I put that in my thing. I think. Yeah. So I it, did because girl, no, it, was it was I corny. It was. I know. I know. Mahogany. <laughs> no, mahogany. I don't even. Mahogany was corny, but I mean <laughs> that the way that Gerald came over, even. And was like, we're not doing that to me. That was corny. Yeah, it was I corny mean, because of the way he said it. I would have stood over if I'm if I'm I mean, and you hitting on my girl, I'ma stand behind her. I'ma let you keep going if I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'ma let you keep going. Cause I'm gonna see what she gonna say, first of all. Cause Cheryl was just standing it. She knew what was going on. And Cheryl was like, he was like, I'm gonna give you the and Cheryl was like, Well, what's my nickname? Like, you playing into it. I'ma let you play into it too. Okay. So Let's get into the real tea. Cheryl was yes. about to play and she was on top of fun. I was living and I was like, okay. But I would have stood there and been like, okay, and see where he was really going to take it. And then I would have stepped in and been like, bro, your game ain't even that serious. Like, walk away. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. You I coming over me. here to be like, this is what we're not going to do right now. Was giving very teacher. It was giving very corny. It was giving very cornball. Like, very poindexter put on a tie. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. Come on, be over here. Hold it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, okay. I was like slaking. But like also, yeah. I mean, I, I get what you mean, but I, I would have ate it up. I Because then I'm, I could imagine myself talking to her and be like, yeah. And then he stepped in and said, this is not what we about to do. Uh, I was about to say, now don't <laughs> get me wrong. If I had a man... <laughs> I'm looking for the outside and at the end of the day if I had a man <laughs> if I'm Cheryl in that moment I would have ate the entire I situation gassed it up. up I would have yeah. ate the entire situation up yeah. this other nigga came over told and me I look good was trying to hit <laughs> on me give me this nickname mahogany he called it but also, then my man had to come over come and from? shut it down I don't know like, I don't know it was almost as worse you as, as ebony girl I said yes. he's <laughs> a different texture of wood what like, what can I use like ebony ebony in 2022 please <laughs> the men have no game the men have no game and that was marcus's sad part i will say that the one thing marcus lacks is game just hmm. like he fine he fine but he lacks like like his game is his confidence is there but his actual it's not the game it's the words he says yeah the yes. words that actually come out of his mouth do not spit game <laughs> exactly and i feel like in the past people probably ate it up but yes. also it's like why are you going to a woman in a relationship come on like, come like on. you didn't get the memo before you got here come on, come on like you knew but yeah we 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 digress we we jumped ahead a little bit we jumped yeah. ahead a lot of it but that moment but, was funny as fuck no it stuck to. to me and i i wrote in my notes like i was like be for real be so <laughs> for real right now like, is this real life (laughs) wow if we're gonna go back in order we have to we have to touch on the big kahunga of this episode which was miss butter by brie (laughs) bbb her launch party okay right and first i want to talk about the looks because the girls the girls were eating everybody up they were eating no the girls ate way more than the boys did of course of course but like, okay, if I can just take it a little bit further, I can take it a little bit further. You know how Miami said, <laughs> <laughs> you know how Miami said that she was wearing, 
Miami cleared Becky in the best way in her confessional. <laughs> no, it was he... so great. And she was like, you can put lace on a cow. <laughs> yeah. I heard that and I said not lace on a cow. Like, no, I was I wrote that down like one thing about Miami. Shh, she's gonna speak her mind. She's gonna speak her fucking mind. Is she a Libra? Mind. I hope so. Libra sport, if she's Scorpio. A Libra, if she's a Libra, that would actually just make so much more sense. I, I, I want to know her sign. I need to find out this right now. Because when she said that, I said, Oh my god, girl. Or when later when she said tie the termites. Sickening. <laughs> I said, oh God. But that's why did you see in that episode too? She was like, I just want to say we called y'all tying the termites. Cause she was, like, she was got real it about it. She was real because they said, girl, they got it on recording. Like, let me tell you. <laughs> that shit was definitely recorded. Let me get in front of this. And that's what she did. She's <laughs> Miami's a real bitch. And I live. <laughs> Something about her gives New York to me. And I just live. I for see it. what you mean. <laughs> No, she she definitely she definitely kept it real um, when she told Ty that. But no, when she said that in the confessional about the outfit, I was like, girl, like I thought I thought it was giving. I thought all of the girls were giving, but the girls were eating. Yes. But like Miami said, I think that the girls could have given a bit more, specifically Becky and Thailand. I do think Thailand, the girls were sitting. Yes, the outfit was yeah. cute, but you could wear that outfit to brunch. Did not have to be my lingerie party but at the same time it's not everybody's thing certain times like to dress all you know but i live for miami because one thing about her she's gonna stay on theme she came in full on only a bodysuit yeah and a, a robe, robe right a bodysuit yeah. and a robe and she said the lingerie party i thought this was the mm-hmm. theme i, I mean, also like cheryl's outfit cheryl ate them down she i was ate. gonna say that was my second she favorite ate. Because of the all purple with the purple Jacqueline's bag. Right. Was, that purple Jacqueline's bag was too. beautiful. It was beautifully matching. Like the per- it was the same. Right. It was the same state of purple all the way down. And you know what? You know who the outfit killed me? Mm. PJs. With the PJs. It was very, <laughs> it didn't give anything. The only man whose outfit gave something was Marcus because his shirt was open. Exactly. But also, yeah, because I feel like, I mean, it's hard for men. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's easier for women to wear to go to a lingerie party. Like yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, lingerie parties are mainly for not for women, but it's like when you see lingerie, you they don't there's make more options. There's like, more options. Just, like, they don't make men's and, lingerie. Yeah. That's not. It's more like straight, silk shorts. Yeah, they don't make straight men's lingerie. Like for gays, I could be out here in a harness. I could be in a thong. I could be in a jock strap. Like I would have turned that lingerie party out. You would have seen me in the lace thong. You would have seen a lot of skin. Say, so let's bring it back to Christine's um, 20, um, 21st. 21st. Yes. The, it was the only reason I've never done a party, because I'm trying to give it at least four years. I was thinking <laughs> of my 25th, I would do a lingerie party too. That was just a sickening theme. Like It was. I and love a lingerie party ate. theme. And she ate with that. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, it, like we actually did we really do ate. well with that theme. Yeah. 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 Even myself, I was like, because they don't make men's lingerie, but I had the see-through shirt and I had mm-hmm. the, the shorts, but it only had the underwear part blocked out. Sick name, sick name. It was yeah. a moment. It was. Shout out to Christine. Of, I love her for that. Yeah. But yeah, so this uh, this this part, this is really where all the drama, all, of it. all the drama. Oh, also, I want to say Kofi. I love Kofi. Really? And you know what's funny? He's always there. He, he, he. 
he won't he won't like add to the drama he's just he adds nothing i like kofi too i just he just like you said he just be there vibing so i'd be like lol but he's always there for a good time and smiling like he looks friendly and happy so i live for him and they were right this is what i also wanted to say Mm -hmm. because we're about to get into this and we're about to actually no, no no that's a good way to segue into this next part i think we're going to talk about just the confrontation moment because that's the big part of the launch party. Like all that happens is everybody shows up. Brie has this big walk-in moment. That's cute. She looks great. She looks sexy, but let's get to the confrontation moment. So basically, so um, Amanda decides that she's going to go over and grab PJ to bring him over to talk. And then PJ's like, all right, I ain't scared. Like, let's go talk. Like, that's no problem. And it was like, you don't have to be scared. We just want to talk. Like why? First of all, why'd you say that at all? But Sometimes that alone starts a problem. I'm, I'm the type to be like, first of all, why'd you even say that? But yeah, that's not here and there. They come over and here's why this was not going to work. Let me tell you, first of all, they were all drunk. And this was yeah. just when you're under the influence, like you should just not want to have that to be the moment that you're going to get everything off your chest. You're mm-hmm. going to get more than you need to off your chest, a.k.a. Becky. And you're not going to get a lot of the points that you need to in an orderly fashion, which is not going to make someone listen to you. But because they had like zero structure from the jump of this conversation, like they just kept, they started, it started with, started with, I think Becky talked. The Power 106 interview, right? They talked about that. Well, they talked about that. And then Thailand was like, yeah, we watched it a lot of times. And then Becky was like, I just want to know why you're even talking about us at all. And PJ was just like, well, basically they asked me questions. I have my right to those, you know, answer them. It was just how I was feeling. I just answered them with how I was feeling. And then Ty got into, well, I just felt like you were saying a lot of Ty and J, Ty and J, Ty and J. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know that you felt like this. And he was like, well, I was just saying, I didn't know where we stand. And it was like, yeah, but the first time I'm hearing about that is on the radio. And that is where Thailand was right. I think it's like, yeah, the first time I'm hearing about your issue with me is on a radio that first of all, they didn't even know he was doing the interview. They wouldn't have known if Rob didn't text him. Amanda. So oh, Rob texted her. I didn't even know. I thought they just yeah. saw on social media. Mm-mm, I was watching the episode again, and Rob had texted Amanda about PJ doing the interview. Wait, and so Amanda... how is he going to text her about the interview, but then get surprised that they're all mad about him, about it, PJ? No, that's what's ironic because because well, yeah, I then want, you should. I don't want to say what Ty said, but it's ironic who the writer is. But anyway, it's just like <laughs> it's just like okay. You said, did you see PJ's doing this for 106 in part? Or it's, it's uh, also when he said girls, he was mentioning your girl. That you part. Didn't have an issue with no, that? Girl, it's in my notes. Let me, okay. Mm. Because mm. I'm so, okay, I just want to go in order. So, uh, yeah. It, PJ's interview was for Power for 106, and Amanda had pulled it up while they were at the table in the opening scene, right? That's how they were started listening to it. But going back to the Butter by V, Buttered by Brie event. BBB, um, you know, <laughs> what did she say? She was like, balling by Brie. <laughs> Slay. Let's for her for that. But um, I think Tyler was absolutely right in that. And all PJ had to be like, was like, you're right. Like I, I could have like reached out to you or said something, but this is where it got confuzzled because when she said that is when other girls started chiming in. And that's when that whole mix and match thing started happening. And I think everybody just kind of started seeing red because they were drunk and started talking over each other like it didn't make sense after a while even pj wasn't even trying to be like 
y'all not like the other boys in the back like Kofi were trying to be like let him talk let him talk or something yeah <clears throat> but also it was mainly just it was mainly just a scream fest so then my thing my thing my thing is what I'm gonna start with this Becky started bringing up things for Paul Springs but like obviously that was just like a combo that needed to happen that never happened yeah, if, with the two of them. Yeah, with alone. just PJ and Becky. Because if everyone's like, okay, why is this bitch still bringing up things from last year? Like, Tia is like true. Like, she was, I think people, like I said before, like, she was kind of the most hated from season one, if you ask yeah. me. Like, from what and I for said. no reason, honestly. Yeah. I, like, from the end of it, it did seem like she just was the most hated from season one. And if not her, then it was Cheryl for me, at least. But yeah, if it wasn't her, it was Cheryl. But, um, I think <laughs> we we may cut that out. Yeah, we have to cut that out. <laughs> we might cut it out. We might cut that out. Gonna... <laughs> I try to get to off that's record. I, true. That's what I meet her here. That's what I meet her here, and I like. I know. <laughs> and you're like, hey, girl, sorry. Yeah. Um, we might have to. We will have to cut that. Book. <laughs> we will. But um no, I do. I think Becky was getting real. a big hate train mm. after season one that nobody else was getting, and and for what? And no, I like for what? Yeah. And so that's why I'm trying to understand. Like people also aren't understanding maybe Becky's like mental health battle because like it's a lot. Like when you think like it's all gonna be good and dandy coming from a reality show, then it's like yeah. it does affect your life anywhere you go, especially being already here in LA. You know, like exactly. the show's already based here, but um. And people Rob, are like coming to come to her house, like yeah, that's scary. Like that actually is scary. And I just want to segue that um, into like Rob then deciding as they were all yelling over each other because mm-hmm. he was just looking over and he's like, "I'm gonna walk over," and it was just like, "Okay." So this conversation has nothing to do with you. You walked over out of absolutely nowhere, and then he honestly, if he. It, it, to me, he came up with his energy was kind of toxic that he came over with because he was like, I, I like trying to be big man on campus on some what's going on here. Yeah. What's the situation? And then literally Amanda was like, Bay, stop. Like, because yeah. this has nothing to do with you. And I saw that they panned to him and that was in the captions and everything. One thing about Easter Ray HBO captions, they're going to be right. The other HBO Max captions, not so much, but right. those going to be right. And she was like, Bay, stop. And so it was like, okay. You clearly answered it yourself. She said it from then. But it's like this conversation really has nothing to do with you. And if you're not going to be over here to back up Amanda, like you had mentioned this earlier, like he did it. Unless you were coming over here to be there for Amanda, why are you coming over here? Because if my significant other is having an argument with somebody, it's either looking like I'm going to be behind them or I'm going to be behind the other person because there's no other way to be. And if you don't want to get in between that, stay your ass where you're at. He should have stayed right. at his table. If you ask me, mm-hmm. if you asked me for that entire situation, it could have been settled if they let the, if they would have let each other yell over each other, even if it was Thailand's man, like that came up, Jalen mm-hmm. came over and was like, all right, what's going over, going on or something or blah, blah, blah fine because i know that jay would have had ties back or something and, be yeah, like, babe, and i would like to quote my king he said shoot first ask questions later ask questions later and i think he's so right at that at the end of the day mm-hmm. rob came over and, and if you came over immediately opposing me which is true you immediately came over opposing and my best Amanda friend and my best friend it was like we have an issue with this dude and if you don't want to have an issue with a dude because he's your talent manager or whatever what the fuck you have going on with him right now then stay over there. Yeah. Stay over there and stay out of it. 
That's all Rob had to do. Because people were already defending PJ. Like Kofi was depending defending him. Other the other guys were like, let's chill. There was, was three like- other there was three other dudes here. That's what I was saying. It was like you came over to be all I was coming to his rescue or I was coming to defend him. Yeah. And it was like there was already three niggas over there. You didn't have to do that. And you were be and it was it was because he was like Ty said, like he had an issue with her that he didn't address. And honestly, like I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but like I know I could see why she blacked on him because he was like, You're not holding Ty accountable. They weren't talking about PJ and Ty. Like Ty briefly touched about it, that but part. it was really about the situation that like between PJ and Becky. And like Heavy I said, I know, right. And so it's like I know some people might be like, Oh, like Becky's really dragging it, but it's like I feel like unless you're in that type of situation, like sometimes it's like those like weird gray situations or those like situations that have you messed up, that have you no, messed up in I your feelings. Say, I don't. I actually, I was gonna say I don't think Becky is dragging it because yeah. we were talking about this earlier and from season one, like we're, I'm gonna jump here what I'm saying, but it's all gonna add up. From season one, like when Becky and but no, when Becky and PJ were dating and going out, like. They were really enjoying each other's company. You can yeah. tell that they were falling for each other. And literally, literally, it seemed like the only reason PJ stopped is because Jordan got in his head. And exactly. Jordan seemed to have his Some type of pos- weird possessive. Over all the boys. Like, they, he had some kind of chokehold over all the boys. Right. The and it seemed like, all right, like I, like, I can't go anywhere with her, like, past this now because mm-hmm. of Jordan. And so he didn't. And literally on the boat, like, that's why it caught her so sidetracked and off guard that he was like, let's not see where this goes further. And then you bring somebody else to Palm Springs. That's Miami that she's not a stranger, as we see in season two. People have yeah. known her since they were in high school. So she was no stranger to anyone. Actually. Yeah, because Ty knew her, too, because she's like, oh, I know this girl like she and also PJ yeah. pulling up in a rented in a car yeah. and just it, it was it was crazy it was, it was crazy wild because it was like, like you did was this like... for this girl or you did this for palm springs or like it was just not the like yeah. why did you do this so mm-hmm. it was weird energy and i think becky does have a reason did have a reason in that moment like because i'd be tight too i would because it was like you were just with me and now all of a sudden you want to bring her around as if you were handy dandy okay and then miami was like i didn't us. know what was going on and, and i i totally understand yeah. where miami is coming from because she was like you threw me in this and from pj like pj did cause that shit because like just throwing that on a woman like that you make a woman look bad like that like, exactly that's stupid. like now she's over here looking like this two other women and it's like that's fucked up like that's pj's doing that's true. exactly and you know it's ironic sorry i know like we're going a little off topic but remember the reunion when they said that jordan and pj hung out i mean not mm-hmm. jordan jordan and uh, miami hung out and I feel like low key, and everybody was like shocked because they're like, oh my God, we didn't know this. This was like reading season one. But I feel like this is just adding to the backstory of like PJ and Becky. I feel like Jordan was kind of competitive with PJ in a weird way, especially when it came to like talking to girls. Maybe because honestly, dominance. Even- it seemed like that because if we go back to season one, episode literally one, and that scene where they are working out together, um, yeah. they just start going back and forth over the girls. And Jordan was like, Well, I don't want to say anything, but like, we could, we did kind of do. And then Jordan was, and PJ was kind of like, Well, tell me what you did, like, so that yeah. I know. And then he was, and like, he was dragged. Well, you know, you put the lime and the coconut and you shake it all up. And but he literally I know. said those words. And that made me like, How old are you? That made me want to punch the shit out of a nigga so bad. <laughs> like, I was like, Wow. 
I hate niggas like this. <laughs> like, it just reminded yeah, me of the niggas I hate. Like, I don't even care that I'm saying that. Full on truth. Like, I don't need to be associated. Because <laughs> Lyman the Coconut, and also that we found on the reunion that Jordan was not telling the truth about what him and Becky did. Oh, it was barely anything. Exactly. And he, he made it seem like this whole thing, but I feel like. And I, I feel, feel like, like PJ was regretting in that yeah. moment because he was like, and well, I feel like if you didn't do anything, because, then what the fuck did I wait for? Like, you know? yeah. And Jordan's not since Jordan's not in the season. It's like we're not really talking about him. And I feel mm-hmm. like he is a major contribution to what happened. Not like I, PJ obviously has to take accountability for his actions. Right. But I feel like what happened between PJ and Becky and like the shortness of it also had Jordan played a very big role in that. Yeah. And not to cut you off, but I'm gonna cut you off um, <laughs> that part where you were like what we said we said this earlier in the beginning oh um cheryl and gerald scene uh because you were like he's not in this season they're trying to play that off i i remember gerald was like oh uh jordan's busy with hype land like yeah that's why like um his brand right now which is like he's why he's not here and i feel like that was the show's way of being like this is why he's not on the show right now or something yeah. like mentioning it like slightly with them because it did give kind of scripted because yeah. like I was saying it just doesn't seem like Gerald now we have 10 minutes left it just seems like Gerald and that was another 40 minutes wow or oh my 30, god how 30 long are we now. recording for uh an hour oh wow over an hour actually um but it's just like yeah it Oh, Sam, I'm sorry. I just want to go back. I need to see my note real quick. Um, uh, which was his reason for not being on the show. Right. I was saying it seemed like already Gerald and Cheryl don't kind of want to be on the show. And so, you know, sometimes producers are like, okay, this is what we need you to talk about. Like, this is what we need you to do to set up the scene. And it seemed like that kind of part was like input there to be like, we need to have some kind of explanation as to why Jordan's not on the show. But Jordan's yeah. obviously going to be talked about because he was a huge part of last season. And especially if they're going to talk about the Peppermint Club, like that involved Jordan. And so it's yeah. just like, he's just not doing it because he's too busy with hype land. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. That was the yeah, only thing I wanted to add to that. But like going back, going back to the PJ confrontation, when Rob came over, he just came over to honestly make everything worse. Like, yeah, if you ask me, a hundred percent, and it was all because of Rob. One, I'm mad at you that you, if I'm Amanda, I'm mad at you that you came over. Two, like you were saying, if you have a problem with Ty, like it just was not the time to bring up your feelings in this moment about me, uh, like me being Thailand. Like it was not the moment. We, I was having yeah. an issue with TJ and she couldn't even get across what she was trying to say about her and Jay Jalen being like, I feel like you just kind of threw us under the bus and like that was weird. And like, let's talk about it like that. Like that's what they were supposed to be talking about getting through and getting past. But then Rob comes over and is like, oh, like, you know, what's going on? No, you're not letting him speak, blah, blah, blah. Now listen, I understand that Tyler was like, oh, so now you want his dick. And it just seemed like everybody from that was like, that is the worst insult you could say to that a really man. That really isn't. It's it not. really isn't. And if anything, it's just because everybody on this cast is straight. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I, I saw that so and true. I was, no, it's, it's literally because they're all straight black people. Like I was like, oh, this is just giving like, it's a toxic masculine thing. Like you can't say yeah. it. Even when K10, he said this in another episode, but he was like, 
Jalen was trying to talk about it and he was like, oh, you just can't say that to a man. And I was like, I feel like that's such a black man thing, especially. Exactly, like, because it's just like an expression. Like you could say that, I feel like you could say that regardless of gender, like you're really hopping on there. I'm about to really say, women say that, yeah. not by nasty. It's like, get off my dick. Like that's just something yeah. that people say. And it's like, all right, so you want his dick now because it's like, you're a dick writer. Like people say that just to be like, so it, it basically was her like, okay, so why are you backing him up in this moment now? Like, And it's just an expression. Like she wasn't trying to make him she feel wasn't trying to be like, less of a man. Right, or emasculated. But what that means in context, because. And that's just how they felt. Like at the end of yeah. the day, they only felt like, they only had a problem with what she said because they think that her comment was something to make a man feel less than. And at the end of the day, it's not. It's not that deep. It's not that serious. But literally for her and even... No, for him, all the boys, and even the girls to be like, yeah, yeah like, like I shouldn't so say crazy. this, blah, 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 that was crazy. That. It was like, I, oh, okay, it's just because y'all are all straight that y'all feel this way. And one thing about Thailand, listen, she is real. She's real, and like, what she I admire, she'll be like, I shouldn't have said that, but I meant it. No, I, I will say that I, I wrote this in my notes too. I feel like that there is times when I realized this from season one, Thailand will kind of, but y'all be people be having drinks in them so i'd be like don't take this shit too seriously at the end of the day mm. but she will sometimes say like i'm done with this person or i'm done with you you're dead to me blah 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 like she kind of goes far in a way like yay tune kind of does reminds me of a bit you gotta cut that out i will <laughs> but like <laughs> she, she kind of goes far and like uh like insults just kind of roll off of her head she's not doing it yeah. as uh I feel this so deep, even though the people are like, even though everyone else is like, oh, that was like a mean word you said. Like, she will say like dead to me and things like that. And it's like, damn, girl, I didn't think you were going to say all that. But at the same time, I'm not over here being like, you mean that because Honestly, we have I would, if so I was, much friendship, right? Like, years and years of friendship. But if you were, if you really pissed me off and like, also, if you were my, let's say, you know, you're dating a man or I'm dating a man and vice versa, we formed a friendship and they, disrespect me like that in public i would say that or i i wouldn't be surprised if you said that or if i said that because it's like given the context like we're not really fully talking about me and you came and you interjected yourself and you're saying oh why aren't we holding her accountable and i feel like what my issue was and i guess this is also we can touch on this a little bit because like it was in season i mean episode two but i feel like though my issue was like they were making it into a you're emasculating him you're not letting him be a man no but what happened to him just like if you want to make it about gender roles he was disrespecting her he shouldn't have been talking to her like that you know what i mean and i feel like it shouldn't have to have been about it shouldn't have to had nothing to do with gender it just was like it had nothing. It was nothing. He was. Being he man. called her out. She felt disrespected, and she said what she said. And if you and ask was, me, yeah. I'm just gonna keep it a buck. She had every right to feel disrespected in that moment because, and she was saying like, I just feel like you were trying to embarrass me because, at the end of the day, why are you coming over here trying to turn it into a like you make. Like, it just seemed like he had his own personal vendetta towards Ty yeah. because it was like, okay, you feel like all the girls are coming at PJ, even in his confessional. He was like, this isn't anything I haven't seen before. And it just seemed like you wanted everyone in that moment to be like, actually, let's focus on Ty. And Ty is the issue right now. And yeah. I have a problem with Ty. And y'all never call Ty out on her shit. And Ty, 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 Ty. And it was like, and we that wasn't talking time about place. me. This isn't the time. This isn't the place. We're already doing this at Breeze event. And this isn't the time for this conversation. Now you're bringing up another conversation that isn't, this isn't the place for. Like, that makes no sense. And so if you ask me, Ty had every moment from then, from hearing the anti-Ty, that it was like, well, one, 
one, she didn't even hear fully his statement. I can totally believe that she didn't fully hear his statement because I think she just heard that, like, maybe he said, I'm anti-Thai. But he was like, oh, like, it seems like if anybody has something to say against Thailand, then it's, oh, anti-Thai, anti-Thai. And she was like, oh, so you're anti-Thai now. He didn't say no. And so it was giving him like, okay, remember that. Remember that. You're dead to me. You're done. Like, fuck you. And she was only saying all of that, one, because she was drunk. Two, I... Sorry, I muted myself on accident. <laughs> Two, I understand where Amanda was coming from with being like, because I feel like in future episodes, you just, which we'll talk about in a different episode, you just see kind of like Brie being like, well, that's like somebody else disrespected you too. And I was like, no, stay it's out. It's not. It's not. Because at it's the end of the day, not. if we have history like that, like I understand like if like for us example, we're best friends. Mm-hmm. Right. If we have history and you then have an issue with my man, can I tell you that I'm stepping to the side respectfully you just it's just if and I've done that before if you have an issue with my man I can't get in the middle because it's gonna look like I have to choose a side if I'm not choosing my man's side I'm a bad partner if I'm not choosing my friend's side I'm a bad best friend it's there's no easy way to put that and so I have to stay out of this one like and they weren't trying to do that for Amanda they weren't trying to leave her out of it they were just if anything like some people tried to egg Amanda to be on Rob's side to be yeah I feel like more so Rob was trying to I feel like Rob's more so was trying to be like you need to be on my side but the irony was when he sent her or like PJ's interview it was when she was saying oh like we are you know, we feel this type of way towards PJ. And it, it wasn't like they were saying, we hate PJ, we don't like him. They were just saying, we feel a particular way because of the action and how he treated Becky. And I feel like yes. everybody was just overlooking that. And he was like, oh, it feels like the girls are always ganging up on him, but not on Ty. And that's and all like, he cared about. It was Ty, like, what's your problem with Ty? Just talk to Ty. Like you said, it's like, it actually genuinely makes zero sense. It's like, if no, I'm literally just reiterating what you're saying. Like, like I just, I'm thinking about it again. It was like, okay. And exactly. It was like, okay. And, and it was like, okay. Even when he was with her, it was like, I don't feel like y'all hold Thailand accountable for shit. What other shit? Like, if, okay, give me examples then. And that's what niggas couldn't do. And that's what Amanda mm-hmm. didn't do. I'm trying to, to be like, all right, if you feel like I'm not holding her, what else do I need to hold her accountable of then, babe? Tell oh me. God, side note, my friend just said that you should try to implorate the wood and um, like be a part of the show. <laughs> I have to start a business. I have to get into whatever entrepreneurship I'm going to get to. This is and an entrepreneur. I mean, period. This is it. Period. This is like, a slay. If I get up, shut up. you better bring me season three no (laughs) bitch you're flying out we're going to new york for no reason and being like yes thailand oh i wrote this in my notes too giving a little (laughs) shout out to the way that they always have thailand do her um their uh uh parties and things yeah i live for that i actually live for the way that they utilize their friends because they're like yeah "Yeah, we're multifaceted keep it in house okay let me just take one bite of my popcorn sorry like this is so good we're putting that in. <laughs> I just want to wrap up what we were saying about the Rob situation. I feel like we were on a really big roll, but yeah. At the end of the day, I think we both where we both agree. Uh, we both agree on the whole thing, but it was not the time for Rob to do what he did to Thailand. I feel yeah. like I understand Thailand. He feels some type of way of Thailand needing to be held accountable. 
But also, it wasn't the time for him to do that. The boys are not being held accountable. He said it himself that he was new to the friend group. And I feel like, if anything, he's just been seeing things from the outside, like from a boyfriend perspective, because he's boyfriends with Amanda and because Tylan has been best friends with Amanda since they were children. Yeah. And I feel like that's what he's solely going based off of, because maybe he does get to see another side of Tylan that's different than what normally people see because you're there when Amanda's there and like Amanda gets to see real Thailand, you know? Yeah. They're best friends. Um, and so, yeah, it just was not the time for him to bring that up. One, because it wasn't his conversation Two, because it just was the event and not the moment for any of it at all. I think he was throwing a bit of like a bitch fit at the end with the whole like, ah, nah, I'm not doing this with y'all because y'all don't ever hold this accountable. This is why she is the way she is. My thing when people say like, this is why she is the way she is, is like, oh, so you think I'm a bad person? Like my thing becomes like, you can't say like, this is my entire character now. Like, what do you mean by like, she is the way she is? Like, what do you mean by that? That's a pretty, that's a pretty heavy statement to put on someone else too. And I get it. It's also like, she has done the whole, like, you're dead to me. You're blah, blah, blah. She did that in season one too. Yeah. But my whole thing is like, a lot of people say that dumb shit and like, they don't mean it. Like some people just say fucking words. Like, I don't mean that shit. Obviously I don't mean that. You're clearly not dead to me. If you're dating my best friend from childhood, like forever, like obviously no, like, yes, you're gonna, like, I'm gonna say, I'm saying this and that because you're insulting me at the end of the day. Like, yeah, she did. She was like, um you're gonna regret this shit in the morning when you wake up blah 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 like you're done for me you're done you're done you're done but it seems like okay like why wouldn't I say that if you're over here out of nowhere you're the only person coming for me trying to say that I'm a bad person and it's just like the weight of Rob also saying that she's a bad person because yeah you are my best friend's boyfriend you're my best friend's boyfriend so like yeah coming from you it's heavier than coming from somebody else somebody else I could just brush off it's a bit heavy there because it's like yo that's really coming out of left field right now like we're saying this is not the time or place so it's like oh I didn't know you were feeling this I didn't know you felt like this so I totally get Ty being on the defensive and being like I need to come for him right now because you started coming crazy at me on some shit that nobody else has said to me but apparently Mm -hmm. you're saying that everybody else agrees with so yeah that's crazy so I like it's a lot absolutely understood it it was a lot it was a lot and then also, um, what was I going to say? Um, I mean, I feel like we're going to, I'm going to talk about this one um, in our second episode, but I can touch upon this now that I feel like sometimes I notice in the show, it's like people are a little too much on protecting the masculinity or the image of the man than they are of oh, the girl women. or like yeah. considering, or like even so considering the feelings of women, because I feel like, I don't know if I want to say this now because like we're going to talk about this in the second episode. Hmm. I want to need some weed for the second episode. <laughs> should I say it now or should I? I don't know. Maybe say it, but if you're going to go deeper, touch upon it in the second episode. But if you're not going to go deeper, then just say it in the second Okay, episode. I won't say it now. I just hope I remember, but... Um, right now, right now. Yeah, let me write it down. Or like text it to uh-huh. me. Um, yeah. Or just say it and I could just okay, cut it. Okay, I guess I'll just say it and yeah, and then I'll remember it. But it was, we, we already talked about this a little, so it wouldn't be too crazy, but like, um, you know, in the second episode and even when they're like, I can't believe Ty said this to Rob because he's a man and he's your man and that was so disrespectful and da-da-da-da-da. 
but nobody talked about what Rob was saying to Ty. And like, and like you said at the end when he was like, I can't do this anymore. Like um, if she's not going to listen, yada, yada, yada. It was like, that was mad disrespectful too when you think about it, but nobody was talking about, nobody was bringing up her femininity or bring, and not that you don't need to bring that up. I'm saying that nobody was bringing it up as much as they were bringing up how his masculinity could have been quote unquote Absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree with what you were saying. Everybody was like, even- And even with Gerald and Ty, when they had the beef, it was, oh, well, Gerald was talking to Ty like this. And when Cheryl was like, yeah, the way she was coming at my man, Okay, but it's just like well when okay, Ty was standing gonna... up for her man and did the same thing, Cheryl exactly. didn't have that same energy. But also that's that's neither here nor there. That's another conversation. But yeah, <laughs> whole nother but also I completely agree with what you were saying because yeah, it was just like there were the whole thing was basically like you don't say it was the on your dick thing, and people wouldn't have cared about that if it wasn't her saying it to a man, and they even said this like in the other episode it was like you just don't say that to a man type of thing and it's just like calm down first of all like you're so hurt like you feel so emasculated because I told you you were on another man's dick like I get from a certain point it's like okay that's like saying like oh so what you his bitch now and it's like I like it's somewhat I understand that but two it's like you walked into that from when you didn't stay your ass over there when a conversation had nothing to do with you I'm sorry yeah. like I understand I understand where Amanda was coming from because like, yeah, we're jumping now, but like Amanda was like in the future episode was like, Amanda was like, I'm not like, you shouldn't have like said that and stuff. And I was like, totally. She shouldn't have said that. She, maybe she like, maybe it is a bit out there with like words, but at the same time, it's not that big an insult. You're only making it a big insult because I said this to a man. Like at the end of the day, like, I feel like a girl saying that to another girl is like, get off my dick. Like, I think it's like, we beat each other. I was like, damn, you're so deep in my pussy. Like, yeah, <laughs> we say that. And it's just like, we're, it's just like for laughs. It's, it's LOL. Like, to get, it's like, come on, like, <laughs> just get out, like, get off my dick, get off, get out my pussy. Like, you like, know get what off I mean? me. But it's not like that season. Also, it's like, not that deep. It? She didn't say it that crazy. And it's like, one, I think we need to go back to the fact that people, especially when you're drunk, like he triggered Thailand. Thai, if you ask me, the problem starts with him because he triggered her. She now get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. When she when he came to the defense, when she was like, oh, so you want his dick now? If you ask me, I understand people could say that that was wrong. But I also understand where Ty was coming from, because why did you just come over here and basically oppose your girlfriend? You basically came exactly. over here when your girlfriend is with us talking to this man and she's with us. But now you're over here and you're like, I need to stand on his side because nobody by him. Oh, so now you're besties, but you're going against your girl. So now I'm questioning you as her best friend, because what the fuck are you doing over here? Like, so I do kind of understand what Tylen was saying a bit. I do understand where she was coming from because people aren't talking about that. I'm not coming for Amanda. Honestly, just needs to sit this one out. I'm not coming for her. I can't say anything. I understand the predicament she was in because it's awkward. It's awkward as fuck. You don't want to be in that ever. Especially with your literally childhood best friends and y'all friends for over plus 20 years. And then your man, like, yeah. Who you're moving upon season two, because like, I noticed like Amanda's opinion shifted based on Rob. Mm hmm. And I was like, interesting, but we won't talk about that now. We won't talk about that. No, I'm when- hoping that Amanda doesn't become the new Cheryl. I kind of felt, I kind of saw some things and I was like, mm. please don't. But um, 
I do think that she, I don't think that she will because she already has the relationship with the girls compared to Cheryl. Uh, but like, and those are like her girls. So I think that's going to ride, but it's, um, yeah, that was just interesting. I just want to wrap up our combo about this first because the like, fight. About to, yeah. Right. Yeah. So just to wrap it up, um, the fight really escalated in an odd place because after the whole Rob situation, and then they come back together, but it seems like they're all talking again. And it's like, all right, all right, we need to stop talking. Obviously, Jalen came over to com- confront or comfort Ty because everybody was like, well, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is she yelling with Rob right now? Like, that's weird. What's the argument? And then um, this was my opinion. At the end, that was just niggas being niggas. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Because they were yelling about, PJ was like, okay, guys, let her talk. And then Jay was like, let her talk. Let her talk. And he was like, you're not going to tell my girl. He's like, I'm in. I will smack you up. (laughs) He was like, I will smack the shit out of you. And I don't know if it's a DaBaby thing. Like, I remember when DaBaby was talking (laughs) about slapping niggas. And everybody was like, LOL, that's funny. But I'm like, they're just something about... I feel like it's man to like, like men to men. There's just something about a man talking about a slapping another man that like, I don't know, is like hilarious or like, and completely insulting to them. It was, it was the way the that fuck he out said it too. Like, it's kind of like, you know, like no, he when really your was mom like, man, or like, I will slap the like, fuck out of you. Yeah. Like, you know, when your mom's like, I'll smack, I'll smack you upside your head. Yeah. Or something like that. That's basically what it, it was gave. definitely and giving like, like, nigga, I will you? smack you upside the shut the fuck up. <laughs> Exactly. And it was like, there was no, there was literally, literally, there was no reason, no reason. No yeah, reason at all. Yeah. Accent. There's no reason <laughs> for them to be getting into a tussle. Like, don't fight me on this. But there was no reason. Like, it was literally just like, who could be the bigger man? That's what it gave. Right. What it kind of gave because it was just like, you were both yelling about letting Ty talk. That's what happened. That's literally, it wasn't like PJ said something outwardly disrespectful to Jay or Ty. It wasn't mm-hmm. like vice versa. It was just like, let her talk, let her talk. And it was just like, it, 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 this all comes down to just toxic masculinity when you think about it. Hello, I'm a woman, gender studies. And in this thesis, I will be, I'm getting, let me stop. Um, I was a woman gender studies minor, but no, this. Oh, you didn't laugh. I thought you're, I thought those. <laughs> no, I, I I was about to laugh. I, I was like, <laughs> lol. I did. I was like, oh, this didn't land well. But no, like for real, like half of this episode was just like toxic masculinity. Let's unpack it because it was just because like, oh, did he feel away because he was telling his he was telling people to let his girl talk or something like that? Like that's I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't think it was that serious that you needed to fight each other. Um, and I'm sorry, but like <laughs> PJ silk pajamas killed me when they <laughs> we could cut it out. <laughs> I don't know why. I love him. No, right, I love the pajamas. I love the pajamas. He's so cute. <laughs> no, like <laughs> I can't be mad at him. I, love you, I feel like if anything, if that if that moment honestly didn't escalate the way the way it did, I feel like PJ they would have resolved it. Yeah. They just, 
certain things niggas just need to let play out like they didn't let it play out and it was rob's fault that it got the way it did rob should have stayed his ass at the other fucking table like i've watched the episode twice now and i'm just like okay yeah rob it got too to mixy. His ass over there it got way too mixy because he didn't need to be over there and then when you're over there and now you're you're drunk and you're hyped up and you're like actually i'm gonna confront tylen right now like boy no this isn't the moment like especially not in front of everybody and so that's why i understood tylen when she was like i feel like he was trying to embarrass me it was like this and it was just- a bad look because people already kind of like so i feel like in terms of the filming schedule, this wasn't too long after um, her and Gerald had gotten into that tussle. Yeah, so, that's what it seems like. That's what it exactly seems like. like. So things are still pretty fresh, even though like for us, it's like, oh, this is a year. This was probably like a couple of months that went by, if not mm-hmm. even. And so for them, it was just she I think she just felt like, damn, like you're really doing this right now. And like, I just lost another friendship. Oh, also, I mean, even though like, yes, like rob shouldn't have done that i think also it's all of their fault in a sense that this was a bbb production you know buttercream what what is it no, no. buttered by brie <laughs> buttered by brie and <laughs> bbb <laughs> like i was saying it was it was a bbb production you know what i mean like There was no need to bring this up at her launch party. But also, let's talk about it because this wasn't the launch party. This wasn't the first launch party. Um, We did our research. We follow the girls on IG. And, you know, but either way, this was still like a part of her business. This was still a part of her brand. And it's like, y'all, it's reality TV at the end of the day. So confrontations are going to happen when they're not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. that's just what it is but all of this could have taken place like right after the event it could have been like oh hey pj we really want to talk to you or rob hey ty i really want to talk to you like it did not all of them you're all grown you're all grown as fuck like this and you're grown really, and like <laughs> yeah they're, oh, yeah, they're not grown. a spring yet yeah well like, but like they, it's just like they definitely could have chosen a better place and time to have these conversations it seems like they always pick at somebody event Right. Like, even season one, we had this issue. It was like, we got to do this at the event. We got to do this at the event right now. Like, I'm here to be a professional. I can't deal with this at the event right Not now. Not even like, the after party. The event. The event. The event. Like, no. Or or even stepping outside of the event. Yeah. They said right here in the middle. Talk to you. Which is right also why mix. right in the mix. Like, it, w- it, w- it was a good opener. Like, not going to lie. Because, like I said, we we follow the girls on IG. We keep I keep up to date with them. Mm-hmm. And Brie had her launch party that wasn't a lingerie theme mm-hmm. at a it different time. Brown. It was just brown. Theme. Yeah, it was just brown. It was so it it was the color theme was brown. So obviously this was, you know, what I just realized what? before you sent me that that DM of the launch party. Actually, we had DM'd each other around the time yes, of the original like, launch party. Oh my party. God, like, she we actually like she's really going party. through for with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I remember and that that's how I remembered because when I was watching I was like because I remember in the episode when they're like oh my god I'm so excited for my launch party I was like oh my god it's going to be like the theme is going to be the color brown and then when I saw there was lingerie I was like huh this is very interesting because I don't recall it maybe like my memory's messed up and then when I was thinking today I was like huh but yeah I guess this concludes like our wrap-up should we have like what type of outro should we have I don't know well for a second I just want to say yeah um, my bad no 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 it's okay (laughs) I agree with everything you were saying I just was like 
Yeah, it's just interesting that they had to leave off the episode like that with like Jay, Jalen and PJ's fight at the end because it was just giving, all right, who's more macho of a man? Like, yeah, like it was giving, we're all drunk here. Tylen was like, all right, all right, relax. But they couldn't relax because they were both drunk. And so they both just got out of sight with what the fucking issue was in the first place. And all they saw was red. And that's why Jay swung, if anything. Like that's he just was drunk. Like the alcohol was taking way too yeah. over. I think we gotta stop it. Like they gotta stop giving these niggas free alcohol at these events. I know. I could tell that they are having open bars and they're living for it. They were living too much. Living too a much little too much. It got it got out of hand, and it was just like this wasn't even about the original situation. So this is a, this is a pretty jam packed first episode. Just yeah. with them coming back. Um, great start to season two, absolutely, with the way that it was jam-packed with drama, left me off with some questions, but answered the questions that I had in terms of where everything was left off. Uh, sad to see that Jordan's not in the second season, but at the same time, not that sad. It seems like it's going pretty fine. Um, so I'm excited to see where it will go. Um, I'm excited to see the other episodes transpire after not only this fight between Ty and Rob, but Ty and PJ and PJ and Jalen, and then also PJ and Becky and also PJ and all the girls. And it's just a lot of back and forth. And uh, so yeah, and I, also Cheryl and the girls. I want to see what happens with Cheryl and the girls. And I want to see if Gerald and Ty actually don't become friends because honestly, I'll be heartbroken. I'll be a little sad. They were really they, besties. They've had they've had real like actual relationships. So like, yeah, it would be sad. Yeah, um, but Thank you if you listened to all of this. Yes, we love you for listening. Uh, and shout out to Issa Rae. Um, Come on, shout out to everybody from the cast and crew Life. of Sweet Life it's LA. Absolutely. It's all love. You know, we're just spectators and we just, love the show. We are just watching. We're just commentating yeah. on what we Like see. at the end of the day, we don't know you. Right. But <laughs> like, I'd love to meet all of you. You know what I mean? So don't get me Thanks. wrong. No matter what we say on this podcast, don't hold it against us if we meet in the future. Because like, exactly. we can key key. This exactly. is just this is just our thoughts on watching the show, which is things that happened to y'all clearly months ago. So like, don't hold it against us. Yeah. So this is Maya Money and King Jer. Yeah. So Slay. All right. And that concludes episode one.